So today on Coffee with Lynette, I have a very, very special returning guest, my very dear friend, Gerald Salente, who has opinions that have so much value with all of his history. And today we're unfortunately going to have to talk about what's really happening, whether it's World War III, what's happening with the debt bomb, and I could spend hours and hours with him, but I'm so happy to have him back. Thank you for coming, Gerald. World War III's begun is again the magazine cover two days before Russia's, Russia's invasion, the Trench Journal magazine cover. COVID war, Ukraine war, World War. This again, this is this is the Trench Journal from spring of 2014, mm-hmm. the monthly. An article in here, Washington is driving the world to the final war. World hegemony is not a right America has earned. By Dr. Paul Craig Roberts, former assistant treasury secretary under Ronald Reagan. And he goes on to write, Washington concluded that Russia needed to be confronted with or distracted by problems that would leave the Russian government less confident or able to counter Washington's aggression elsewhere. This is into the article. Ukraine presented the perfect opportunity for Washington to advance its hegemonic agenda. In a speech at the National Press Club last December, which was 2013, Assistant Secretary of State Victoria Nuland boasted that Washington had invested, not invested, they stole our money, invested $5 billion in non-governmental organizations, NGOs, in Ukraine for the purpose to teach democracy. The United States, Victoria Nuland, overthrew the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych who was, again, the international organization's polling institute said it was a totally fair election. United States overthrew it because he was favoring Russia. The deal was very simple. Ukraine has been broke since the Soviet Union broke up. Mm -hmm. They needed dough. They were going to make a deal with the IMF, the International Mafia, oh, excuse me, Monetary (laughs) Fund, and the EU. Or is it the F-E-U, whatever, you know? Yeah. Putin came along and said, listen, I'll give you a better deal. I'll give you lower interest rates and I'll cut the price of your oil and gas. Yanukovych said, okay, we'll go with you. No. No. You're not going to do that. The United States overthrew this government. There was the pictures of Victoria Newland, the undersecretary of state, passing out cookies at Maiden Square. John McCain, John Insane McCain, with the Nazi groups, the Azov Nazis of Ukraine. Oh, you know that September 6th thing that they did in the United States was so terrible when those people went in there? Oh, yeah, but it was okay when the groups went in there and overthrew the Yanukovych government? Again, these, I'm not making this stuff up. No, it's it's hard data. Yeah. 
They're Nazi-affiliated groups. And by the way, go back to 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. Ukraine, according to the European Union, the most corrupt country in Europe. And the United States steals up. It's going up to $115 billion of our dough when the next bill gets passed to send weapons of death to keep blooding the killing fields over in Ukraine. This isn't a proxy war. The United States is at war with Ukraine. Hey, Lynette, listen, you're from Kingston. You, you know this area. This guy next door over here, I want to blow his brains out. Will you send me some hand grenades and, and some rifles and ammunition so I could kill him? If you did it, you're an accessory to the crime. Yes, indeed. So too is America and NATO. So I'm going to veer a little bit, but I want to stay on this for a minute because do you think that, and it, it's absolutely your opinion, do you think that a lot of this is a cover-up for the LIBOR SOFR transition next year that, that I don't personally think they can pull off with it without a hitch? I mean, do you think that this is the setup to do the whole social, economic, and financial transition that the WEF and everybody has at those levels have been talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the people follow like that. Think about how stupid the people could be. Once upon a time, not long ago, there was a little boy named Georgie Bush. A daddy's boy, born on third base and thought he had a home run. A moron of lying imbeciles of the first degree. Mm -hmm. Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction and ties to Al-Qaeda. And, quote, and he tried to kill my daddy. You know, I had that you've been here at yes. one of my rallies. I had the other one this past July. I had um, among the speakers, Judge Napolitano, Scott Ritter, uh, Gary Dull and Phil Giraldi. Oh, Phil Giraldi. Yeah, Phil Giraldi, former top CIA guy that went into Bush's office with the data and the facts that there were no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Well, we should not and let facts get in the way. They threw <laughs> Bush told Giraldi to leave the office and Giraldi quit. This is how, again, I'm showing how easily the people will go after war. Yes. The same little moron imbecile, Georgie Bush, we're going to get that guy Osama bin Laden, dead or alive. Quote, Afghan war, longest war in American history, over 80% of Americans supported it. Now let's go to the COVID war. You will do what I tell you to do. Um. Arrogant Gavin Newsom, I'm witless with me. I'm little DeWine in Ohio. I'm Andy Cuomo in New York. I'm a president, prime minister around the country. You will do what I tell you to do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And bend over, take that vax. It's an Operation Warp Speed vax that we rush through, and it comes from the drug cartel. So make sure you get a shot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The people follow like that. The propaganda that's built, built up against the hatred of Russia has the people ready to go 
march off to a I'm a Yankee doodle dandy, a Yankee doodle do or die. Do or die over there, over there, oh, the Yanks are coming over there. All right, look how quick they follow. Yeah. This has been going on between Ukraine and Russia for over 300 years. The Donsk region that broke apart, again, the data came out last week. It's in your Trends Journal about how Angela Merkel, the chancellor of Germany at the time, when the, when the revolution happened in the overthrow of the government of Ukraine in 2014, they put together the Minsk Agreement, France and Germany. Mm-hmm. She made it very clear that we only put this together not to you to keep the separatist region over there until they came out with a deal the donbass region because they're all russians they voted for yanukovych against the overthrow so we'll keep this separate for now and let's cool down they said the only reason they did it was to make ukraine stronger so they could fight russia because they could not defeat them nor nato back in 2014 and 2015. They violated the Minsk Agreement. They killed over 14,000 people in the Donbass region. But these are only facts we won't talk about. So what I'm saying is that there's going to be a false flag event that will get the people united against Russia and go to war. Right. And here's the fact. You brought it up before, and I'm going back to it. I wanted to build a scenario. Are they going to do what you said? bring us totally into the new world order, robbing us of our rights, our freedom, our money, and every, yes. yes. They already did with the COVID war. They're going to do with this because when all else fails, they take you to war. Exactly. They'll take us to war, and then we're doing this to save America. All your money now will be digital. We will track every penny that you spend. We will know where you spent it, when you spent it, and we'll take every penny in taxes that we can grab from you. You know what scares me the most about that? I mean, there are a few things. When you look at the CBDCs and the most current report that I've read on them, number one, do you know that they actually have changed the definition of money? Where it used to be, a medium of exchange, uh, let's see, it, a tool of measure, a medium of exchange, a short-term tor- tool of, of value so you're fairly paid for your labor, and a long-term store of value so that no matter when you use it, it always retains that value and you're fairly paid for your labor. They, t- I don't know when they did it because I couldn't find, they, they just cleaned everything up so nicely But number one, they took the fourth one out, the long-term store of value, which is really more honest since we know that these dollars lose value, you know, the longer you hold them. But when they bring in the CBDCs, they have also eliminated officially in that system, once they do that, then the third spot is a short-term store of value because you will have your pay or any money directly deposited into a negative yielding account and they can determine how low that yield's gonna go. So you're not ever gonna be fairly paid and money is now simply a tool of measure and a tool of barter. Wait a minute, we work for this money. So they have to hide that and they'll use war for sure to do it. I mean, they do that every time, 100% of the time. 
What followed the Great Depression? World War II. What followed the dot-com bust? Oh, you mean the war on terror? Oh, yeah, you mean, you mean the NASDAQ was down 66% before 9-11? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, everything was crashing. Oh, forecast in the Trends Journal, October 1999, that the markets, the dot-com bust would happen by the second quarter of 2000. Again, Bush's, Bush's popularity rating was going down the toilet where that little piece of crap should be flushed down right now, a murdering little lying. He should be brought up on war crime charges along with the rest of them. But going back to it, when all else fails, they take you to war. The global economy is failing oh. at a level unprecedented in modern history. Right. We went in for a socioeconomic and geopolitical crisis, the likes of which we are unimaginable. Because exactly. let's talk about the unimaginable. The COVID war breaks out. Chinese Lunar New Year 2020, the year of the rat. <laughs> January, by February, everything starts closing down. By March, the markets are crashing. People are freaking out. Hey, don't worry about it. Stay home. Don't, hey, here's some money. Hey, yeah. you got a business, you want some money? Hey, here's some money. Hey, don't worry about it. We're going to lower interest rates to zero. So all you big guys, you can keep buying up more and your merger and acquisition activity will hit an all-time high in 2021. We'll pump in over $6 trillion from the government and where the banksters will pump in all the money that you need. Same thing in Europe. Negative interest rates. As inflation is going way, 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 way up and these little freaks <laughs> lying about it saying, no, it's only temporary. No, it's only transitory. And now in the woke world, Lynette, let's call it transgendatory because we'll really be stupid about it. So now they pumped in all of this dough all around the world to artificially prop up equities. Oh, the housing boom? The housing boom? All artificial. And now the economy's slowing down from an artificially propped up one. This is going to crash, the loudest crash ever heard in modern history. Oh, no, no doubt. And, you know, really, for me, having studied currency life cycles, this is the end. This is the end of this currency experiment, period. And that's why things are so much more than what we've ever seen. And, and it's going to get a whole lot worse. Again, you know... I don't give financial advice and you know we have no advertisements in the trends journal we don't do it i i only speak for myself i began my career when the iranian crisis broke out people were taught to hate iran without knowing the detail of the united states overthrow the democratically elected government of mosaddegh in 1953 because winston churchill the mi6 and the cia wanted the oil that was controlled by standard oil which is exxon Mobil today and, and, and uh, Anglo-Iranian oil, better known today as BP. But anyway, so as everybody's learning to hate the Iranians like they hate the Russians, I said, what's gonna happen? I said, golden oil prices are gonna go up. Mm -hmm. And I was working in DC and Chicago in those days. I was the chief government affairs specialist uh, for the chemical industry. And um, I started playing the futures market, $5,000 I turned into almost three quarters of a million dollars within the next two years. And that's when I quit my job. And I started to grow up too, you know. That wouldn't know what I know, by the way, if I wasn't on the other side. 
Exactly. And you, were talking, and you were talking about the currencies. I have a photograph of me and John Connolly. That's the, he was the governor of Texas that took the bullet in the back sitting in front of uh, JFK. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to meet me back in 1992. I have a photo of me, him, and his wife, Nellie, in front of the book depository. The first time back since the assassination. Anyway, making a very long story short, and I'm going back to exactly what you said about the currencies. As we're walking back into the Anatole Hotel, he said to me, Gerald, I read your book, Trend Tracking, Time Magazine, Far Better Than Mega Trends. And he said, and I know your heart's in the right place. Now, remember, this is the guy that took the bullet in the back sitting in front of Kennedy. He was also the Treasury Secretary under Richard Nixon, a Republican, when they took the United States off the gold standard. We're going back in, he said to me, I know you're not in the right place. He said, but you don't have a clue what's going on. And neither do the American people, because if they did, there'd be a revolution in this country. Yes. Oh, you just gave me chills. Go ahead. That was 1992. We stayed in contact. I knew he was going to die. Uh, the guy that put the meeting on, John J. Hooker, uh, uh, I said, Jesus, he's on his way out. I was sitting, we was in a limousine. It was me, John J. Hooker, um, uh, Pat Cadell, who was the pollster for, for uh, Perot at the time, and Rama Fox, that was Larry King's girlfriend at the time. And it was, it was Hooker that got Perot on Larry King. Anyway, we're in a limousine. And we're coming back from the Anatole, from the uh, the site. And uh, I said to him, how are you feeling? He said, I'm not feeling well. I looked at his hands and he had all these purplish pink splotches on him. And I knew he was on Prendizone because my father, may I rest in peace, worked in the shipyards in the, in, during World War II and got asbestos poisoning. And I have a photo of my dad and I had a going away party for him. His hands were all, you know, I, and with all these purple splotches, and Connolly had the same ones. I said, how are you feeling? He said, not good. He said, I got adhesions in my lungs, and they got me on prednisone. So I told Hooker, I said, you know, he's going to die soon. He said, Daryl, how could you say that? I said, I've seen pictures before. I stayed in contact with Connolly from October to February, and then he died in April. And what's happened in this country, it breaks my heart. You know, I just turned... 76 and i said to myself i'm gonna fight for the spirit of 1776 i'm only me because i'm a napolitano born in the bronx right after the war born to be free and now i got some little clown telling me what to do what are you kidding me what are you kidding me if a, if a little chucky schumer a little chucky schumer hey salenti Come over here, I want to talk to you. I said, F you, you want to talk to me? Come over here. I'm a man. I'm not your slave. And everybody's become the plantation workers of, on Slavelandia to these little clown boys and girls playing politician. They are going to, they've taken us to World War III. They are demonic. They're mentally ill. These are evil people. And when World War III breaks out, whoop, end of the world. Again, World War II is not ancient history. Oh, Europe right. was destroyed. Uh, 
nuclear explosions, end of life, and imbeciles saying things like, I'm going to build a bomb shelter. Oh, don't forget, when the bomb goes off, you go under the desk and put your hands down. <laughs> I remember that. You're going to come out to hell? They asked Albert Einstein, a cat that knew a thing or two about, you know, atomic bombs, what kind of weapons will be used to fight the Third World War? He said, I don't know. He said, but they'll be using sticks and stones to fight the fourth. If we don't unite for peace and stop this, it's over. It's over. Yeah. I, I, I could not agree with you more. And all the signs of the end are actually there. You know, we talk yep. about the system being debt-based. And that means that you have to constantly compound and grow that debt. Why don't you talk to us about a bit about what's happening in these debt markets? Uh, again, it's very simple. Let's let's take again. Uh, to me, you know, one of my things is GC's three G's: guns, gold, and a getaway plan. The talking about the debt, the, the, the Fed just raised interest rates another fifty basis points. Shocker. So they just raised them. So now they're going to have to pay more on the debt, the phony debt that they created, higher interest rates. There is going to be an office building bust, the likes of which are unprecedented. When they had the COVID war and people were forced to work at home, they're saying to themselves, God, how the hell did I get up every morning all these years at five o'clock in the morning and drive an hour and a half each way back and forth? I'm not going to do that anymore. Remote work is real. People are not going to be going back to the offices full time. Yep. The office sector is overbuilt already. And now it's, if you're lucky to have an office occupancy rate of 50% nationally. So all the businesses that depended on computers, commuters, they're going down as well. But the office going back to debt, all these big companies that own these big offices. Oh, now you have uh, interest rates to change and you have to pay more now on your debt. Oh, and then there are the things called the emerging markets. Oh, the emerging markets that borrow money in dollars and as their currencies are sinking to nothing, they need more of their currencies to pay their debt. Again, what we do is we take a global nomic perspective of trend forecasting. Mm -hmm. So taking it to the other levels and talking about war before and all else fails, they take it to war. You're living in a country now where in an emerging market country where you, you can't, you don't have basic living standards, yeah. government corrupt crime, violence, you think you're going to want to leave? You're going to see an immigration crisis, the likes of which you think it's bad now. You're going to see civil unrest all around the world if this isn't changed. Well, we're already this, seeing it grow too, though. Even right now, we're seeing civil unrest. Yep. Grow. And that's what I'm saying. It's going to escalate. If we don't move for peace, it's finished. Again, I don't care what religion you believe in. The God you believe in believes in peace. There's no God that I ever heard of that believes in war or sending weapons of death to keep killing people and not negotiating for peace. Again, this has been going on between Russia and Ukraine, for example, for over 300 years. They're taking down the statue of Catherine the Great. She created Odessa, you know, hell. She hated the Ukrainians. Oh, is that Catherine the Great, 1750? Oh, yeah, it's been going on that long. Oh, I just found this. And again, you've been up here. You know the building I'm talking about on the four corners. Yep. Um, oh, the, nice. The this is the Daily Freeman. 
They used to come out twice a day. This is the evening edition. Ready for the headline? Yes. 19, May 10th, 1960. Soviet threatens rockets at spy bases. Wow. So it says the Soviets are threatening rockets at spy bases. So they're going to blow up the spy bases with rockets, right? Right. Okay, no. So this AP. is the Cold War. Are you talking about Cuba? No. Yeah. No, no, no. This is the headline. Okay. This is the So you read the headline and you think the Soviets are going to attack a U.S. base. This is AP's story. This is how it begins. Premier Nikita Khrushchev warned Monday that the Soviet rockets will shoot down any more spy planes that venture over Soviet soil. And his government will take appropriate countermeasures. Wait a minute. That's not what the headline says. Right. But that's how they sell propaganda. And that's why I'm pointing this out. They're doing the same thing now. Yeah, they are. All they do is sell. The New York Times sold the lie that Saddam Hussein had those uranium tubes, whatever, you know, one after another. Fairness and accuracy reporting did a study showing that when the Iraq war broke out, less than 4% of the people on the media were either neutral or against the war. So what I'm saying is they've propped the people up and just as the people marched off to the COVID war, World War One, World War II, Vietnam War, Afghan War, Iraq War, they'll march off to the war against the evil Russians and it'll destroy life on earth. Yeah, especially since Russia has announced that they have no problem being first strike. They kind of pulled that back, but I mean, you don't even hear anybody talking about it, but just even the, the threat of it. And then, I mean, I, I still wonder how much of this, the wars and, and all the debt markets and all of that, how much is that about hiding the real transition? Because we're going into 2023. 100% hiding it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They get the people's minds. Look at people who can't afford, oh, the price of eggs only went up 49.7% last month. Uh, from year to year. Oh, the price of beef, the price of the price of this, the price oh, wait, of that. They have control of inflation now, right? Aren't they getting inflation under control, Gerald? Oh, yeah. Yellen, <laughs> Yellen yelled it out on, on 60 Minutes this uh, past Sunday. That's under control. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is the Yellen that said it wasn't existing and then it was only temporary. So, again, you're 100% correct. And they did it with the COVID war. Look, go back to 2019. Let's go back to September. Yes, let's do that. What What's a repo market? Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean the thing that the federal, they, when the, the guys borrow money, the gamblers borrow money so they could gamble big on Wall Street and they needed more dough and the Federal Reserve dumped $7 trillion into the repo markets between September and January 2020? Let's go back to let's go back to let's go back to uh, 2019 when Germany, the richest country in Europe, was a fraction away from going into recession. Mm -hmm. This thing was going down long before. Oh, let's yes. go back. To, oh, it's Christmas time. Let's go back to Christmas time, 2018, when the markets were crashing, and Trump 
pushed Powell to lower interest rates. Oh, and he did. And it artificially propped the markets back up. Yep. The markets have been artificially propped up since the crash, to, since since the panic of 08. Yep. Yeah, well, that's they really when the system died. Yeah. They didn't teach me about negative and zero interest rate policy or thing called quantitative easing <laughs> in economics 101 at graduate school. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you listen to the central banks, negative, you know, not going to negative rates is a choice. It's a choice. Yeah. There's really no foundation in reality from that. Sure. Why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I work my butt off, loan you money and pay you to loan me for me to loan you money? I mean, come on, that makes sense. Makes perfect sense to keep your money in the bank and they don't give you anything by keeping it, but they loan it out and make a lot of money on it. Oh, and by the way, and if you want to borrow from them, I think it's going to cost you a lot of money too, but here's your, but take your money and put it in a bank and let them have control of it. Oh, by the way, to me, anybody keeping a lot of money in a bank, do what you want to do. You're out of your mind. You and are. I'll tell you what, please. When, 9-11 happened. Back in the day, USA Today used to be a big newspaper. Mm -hmm. And they my top trends every year. And the headline of the top trends for 2021 was, 2021 won't be our year, Trendseer says. I warned that a wave of anti-Americanism was sweeping the globe and Americans wouldn't be safe at home or abroad. People forget, they have no idea, all the people Bill Clinton killed every time he got caught with his pants down, bombs way over Baghdad. The, the going on with the, with the Yugoslav war, going back to Madeleine Albright on 60 Minutes, being asked by Leslie Stahl, is the price of, five, of the price of sanctions and the war that President Clinton has put on Iraq worth the death of 500,000 Iraqi children under the age of five. And Albright says, yes, it was. So when 9-11 happened, I'm watching, I'm having a cup of coffee, listening to CNBC. And this guy said, you know, a plane just hit the, the, the World Trade Center, but let's not get upset about this. You know, plane hit the World Trade Center, private plane. We're going we're gonna to take a break. We're going to cut back to down there. In those days, I used to do a lot of hot air ballooning, and I used to fly a lot in private planes because I did talks all over the place, and I'd have my friend fly me. I'm up in Rhinebeck at the time, fly me down to Newark, fly me up to Albany when I'm a private plane, and doing hot air balloon. I knew this stuff really well. It was a perfectly clear day, and I said to myself the first thing, there's no way that a plane could accidentally crash into the World Trade Center right. on a beautiful flight today. Then I'm watching it, and all of a sudden, you see the thing collapse. They say the planes were going down the Hudson River. I said to myself, if they're going down the Hudson River, and I know this area inside out, upside down, there's an Indian Point nuclear power plant. It's about 35 miles north of New York City. If they hit that nuclear power plant on the Hudson River, it's going to be chaos like you've never seen in your life. Yeah. So one of the first things I did is I picked up the phone and I had certificates of deposit back then. You used to get money on the money you deposited in CDs. And I had it in a bank up in Massachusetts. I want the money transferred to the, uh, my Rhinebeck bank because I'm going to get the hell out of there. 
I'm all ready to go. I had gas. I had my guns, gold, and a getaway plan. I figured I'd go up to Canada. I'm four hours away from it. And I take the back roads because I know they closed the big ones down. I'm all planned out. I'm sorry, Mr. Salenti. You can't get your money. Certificates of deposit are traded on Wall Street. And Wall Street is closed. So basically, screw you. Ladies and gentlemen, the Russians have just hacked into our banking system. Dun, da, da, da. But don't worry. We're going to do everything we can to get your money. And then when it comes back, by the way, it'll be exactly what you said. From dirty cash to digital trash. Yeah. Well, we couldn't get the money back, but here's what we're going to do for you. So something like that. Yep. So why would you keep your money in the hands of somebody else? Would you give it to me to hold? <laughs> you know, if you don't hold it, you don't own it. And it doesn't matter what your perception is, this is out of the system, right? It becomes invisible to these guys. They can't touch it. Yeah, I... You don't, if you don't hold it, you don't own it. Perfectly said. And it goes back to why, to me, precious metals, they should have been way, way up and artificially oh. pushed down. Yes. Again, it's a Look. They, 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 well, they have, oh, the markets are going down. Let's bring in the plunge protection team. <laughs> I remember when they created that back in the 80s because I was there on Black Monday. You remember that? It was after Black Monday. Now, all of a sudden, we have the plunge protection team. Because mm -hmm. yep. these are fair markets. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Look, to show you how low society can go, and why you have to be an imbecile and a moron to swallow the crap coming out of the mainstream media. Right. The New York Times, they call themselves the paper of record. More appropriately, the toilet paper of record, because all they do is sell crap and it's good to be crap. They had that deal book thing. Yes. December 1st. Who'd they bring in as a speaker? Bankman Free. Yeah. Guy that, yeah. Well. Oh, yeah, yeah. What were you mean you brought that guy in when you knew that this was coming down? Yeah. You know why, Selendi? Because we're a member of the club. Right. And he paid to be part of that club with customer deposits he paid. I think, you know, since you brought that up, one of the things that I think is really interesting on that topic that they're talking about are all of these politicians that took all, I mean, it was the second largest donor to both campaigns, both sides, it doesn't matter, take your pick. And, and some of them, I don't know where that's going to shake out yet, but what I'm hearing is that some of these politicians are donating that money to charities wait a minute why wouldn't they give it back to the people that lost the money what do you mean you're donating it to charities now i'm very charitable and i think that's like critically important for people to to be and do but this is from fraud and you're taking that money and giving it to charity instead of back to the people that lost that money do you have an opinion on this it's a crime syndicate that people call a government. Look at the clowns running. 
that little Beto walk down in uh, Texas, I think it's Stacey Abrams up in, in down in over in Georgia, spent a hundred million dollars to run for governor and lost. Oh, this is America that's bringing freedom and democracy to all the countries they invade. When you have to have be in the club and get all the dough from the bigs to run for office, a hundred million dollars to run a losing race for a governor? Do you, I mean, can't people see what's going on in front of them? Right. I mean, what's the return on that hundred million dollars, even if she won? Oh, the return is you're going to do what I tell you to do. Exactly. Listen, I'm, yeah. There is definitely a club. It, well, George Collins said it. it's one big club and you ain't in it. And that's what, to me, the only thing that's going to change this is a new third party. And I'm pushing, um, I'll tell you what I'm pushing for. Yeah, please do. This is the ticket that I want to see. A new party, and maybe on the libertarian line, for president, RFK Jr. For vice president, Judge Andrew Napolitano. That would be an amazing ticket. I mean, this is, and, and especially with the judge who absolutely knows the Constitution. Yep. Yep, and uh, you know, I just got these framed. You know, I just came up with this, by the way. Just got these framed. Yeah. RFK goes home. So this is RFK Jr.'s father. His father's assassinated. Hmm. President killed. His uncle assassinated. This guy, he knows and feels what none of us could ever, ever imagine RFK Jr. Yeah. And I mean, he's in the club, man. This guy knows the club. He's been with everybody around the world. And, you know, I did a talk. As a matter of fact, it was Napolitano, myself, RFK Jr., and um, Massey, the guy from uh, Kentucky, the congressman, at uh, Ron Paul's event. I think it was in 2021. And I was a speaker just before RFK Jr. And he was the last he, he was the last speaker before Ron Paul. And as he's walking off the stage, he said, and I will continue to fight for freedom until my death. <sighs> yeah. We are being destroyed in front of our eyes. And if the people do not unite for freedom, you know, it's finished. It's finished. And again, you know, I launched Occupy Peace and the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace and Justice. I'm doing everything I can, as you do too, right. to fight. I we need we need a world peace movement. But going back, I think I think a new party with RFK and and um, Napolitano could change the course of America if if. They don't assassinate one or both of them. Yeah. Isn't RFK Jr., doesn't he run the Children's Defense Network? Yep. 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 
totally opposed to the to the Operation Warp Speed Vax. Again, you want to take the Vax, take it. But don't tell me what to do. Exactly. And I'm not an imbecile. I know the facts. Oh, they just passed a thing now. They could inject them into five-month-old children. Okay, great. Let's look at the data. Between, Who again, cares about goes? the data? I mean, I'm not saying I don't care about the data, but I mean, let's ignore the data because that's been Washington and Wall Street's opinion. Yeah, yeah, Washington, yeah. So the data on, on deaths, there are 72 million one to 17-year-olds in the United States. 72 million. In the course of two and a half years, out of 72 million, less than 2,000 died of COVID. Out of that 2,000 that died of 72 million, according to the CDC, 60% that were hospitalized were obese. And you're giving shots to a little five-month-old kid? Yeah. Because we're drug dealers and we'll do anything we want. And we pay the media. You watch, go turn on CNBC, CNN, all of them, and you see all our drug ads. You got it? They do what we tell them to do. They're prostitutes. They're media whores that get paid to put out by their corporate pimps and their government whore masters. So swallow their crap. So going back to JFK, Jr., or RFK, excuse me, RFK Jr., he's fighting. And, he, and, and again, these are two men that I believe can give, bring peace, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness back to the United States. That's exactly what we need. And that's why what your work is in the Occupy and all of the peace movement, that is so critically important. We, we cannot let these same people that got us into this circumstance that are manipulating everything. I mean, you know, there's only a few entities that own all of the media that we're used to looking at. You know, it's easy to influence that. And they have a formal plan, which actually it was under Ronald Reagan when they formalized this, the perception management that all of these brilliant minds on psychology and psychiatry, so they know how to move us in a direction, but we have to fight against it. We have to yeah, bring back problem. peace. We have to be true Americans. You know, I, when I had the last rally, I read um, some of George Washington's farewell address, warning the American people not to get involved in foreign entanglements, particularly in Europe, because this crap has been going on for centuries. Right. It's not our business. We're Americans. And and there is these great quotes. I had one here. Uh, here it is. America goes not abroad in search of monsters to destroy. John Quincy Adams. This is a, it. Look at the guy that's playing our Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin. We're talking about the corruption of the political system and how they're bought and paid for. Oh, yeah. This guy came from the board of directors of Raytheon, the second largest defense <laughs> contractor in the United States, and he's our secretary of defense. What am I, six years old? Who are you talking to? Right. 
Well, so I want to be respectful of your time and I want to make sure that everything that you need to be said gets said. So, and there's so much that we haven't talked about today, but is there anything that you feel is critically important and how can people get a hold of you and look at your brilliant, brilliant, brilliant work? Thank you. Yeah, the first thing is, you know, I just told you, I, I just turned 76 and I work out now more than I ever have in my life. Yeah, I we have things, to. I keep adding more things to, to do. So everybody, and, 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 you know, I didn't know, you know, when I was a kid, I'd be eating dinner, my father's sitting at the head of the table, I'm sitting to the left of him, and he's eating, and he said, look at me in the eyes, you know, son, they say youth is wasted on the young. You take a couple more bites, and he look at me again, and he say, they were talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anything when you're young. No. It's learning process. It's a learning process. So what I'm saying to everybody, keep learning. The older you get, the wiser you get if you keep learning. I'm not the same guy I was when I was a young guy, not even close. And the crap that I pulled, yeah. <laughs> really, I worked, again, I was killing environmental legislation at the height of the environmental movement. In DC, 28 years old, I'm staying at the Wood Hotel and putting my meetings on the Hey Adams. You know, so I mean, I pulled a lot of shit, you know. But you grow and you learn, and that's the process of life. So you're asking me what's the most important thing. For everybody to get in the best shape you can, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. You yes. are in the fight for your life. Yes. And if and I'm a fighter. You know, I'm going to close combat for many years. I'm a peaceful man. You know, I, I, you know, I respect everybody, but I'll attack the attacker. So if you try to attack me, I'll kill you. Make it. In the fight, you have to be in shape. So it's important. Yes. You're also, we're fighting demonic evil spirits as I see it. We are. And we have to be in the best mind frame we can. Over 60% of American people eat ultra-processed food. You're eating crap, you're killing yourself. So that's number one. Number two, when you're getting in the best shape you can, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally, do everything you can to do something positive every day to help someone anywhere, any place, anyhow, in any way that you want. Do something positive. Yes. And, and again, for those that want you know, the, the Trends Journal magazine is trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. And I think I'm going to change the name now to transjournal.com. Maybe I'll get more subscribers. Transjournal, why not? Let's not be stupid. Trendsjournal.com. And for the peace movement, occupypeace.com, occupypeace.com, or freedompeacejustice.com, which is the church, freedompeacejustice.com. Because I'm a warrior for the Prince of Peace. I'm fighting for peace. It's Christmas. Again, it's not believing in Christ. It's believing in the purpose of peace on earth, goodwill to all. And again, it's not about religion. Again, I could tell you the horror stories of me going to Catholic school, you know, <laughs> with, with, with say the nun beat me up in the fifth grade, perforated my middle ear, broke my eardrum. I was never able to get my ears wet again the rest of my life. And as a kid, 10 years old, I used to water ski in Hudson River going over the wakes of ship on a slalom 
then I can never, and almost being able to do a 180, never being able to get my, my ears wet again. And she left me back, so I became the stupidest kid in the school. So it has nothing to do about religion. But as I say, I'm just happy Father Foley was a ladies' man. Could have been a lot worse. <laughs> well, Gerald, it's always great to see you and spend time with you. And I want you to spend more time. I mean, this has been a year. We have a year coming up, and we didn't even get a chance to talk about it. So, But I'll have you back on soon if you'll come oh, back anytime. on. Anytime. Oh, and, and, and Lynette, thank you so much for all that you do and, and what you're offering the people and providing them. And as you know, I'm, you're a great source for me as well. And I, I, I believe, trust, and buy from what you are uh, giving the people. So thank you so much for all that you do. And I'm going to try to do all I can to come down and visit this year. Yeah, definitely do. And you have a place to stay. Just if you want it, it's up to you. But it's nice, so you'd like it. <laughs> And thank you all for joining us today. I hope you got as much out of it as I did. I mean, we could have a lot more conversation and we will coming up. But until next we meet, please be safe out there. Bye-bye.